0: I am welcome to the Black and White Podcast. And welcome to a new year. Guys, I'm so excited for this episode and for what God has in store for us in 2019. Today I have a special guest I would like to introduce you to. Drumroll, please. Let's see, I got a drum roll in my pants. <laughs> It is my friend, Angela Donatio, who will be joining me now each week as the co-host on the Black and White Podcast. Welcome, Angela.
1: Thank you, Denise. I am so excited to be joining you. I just cannot wait to see what this year is going to be like for both of us.
0: Me too. I am so thrilled. And we just have so much in common. It's kind of uncanny. We
1: do. We're (laughs) sisters from another mother.
0: (laughs) She's an author, speaker, worship leader, musician, and an advocate for pastor's wives in Africa, and now a podcaster. But what I really appreciate about her is that she's also a pastor's wife and has such a heart for God, His Word, and His people.
1: Oh, thank you, Denise. And I agree, we're cut out of the same cloth and... Uh, I believe we both just not only love the Word, but we love people, and we want to see people experience the truth of God's Word in their everyday life, and that's where we really see change happen in our lives.
0: Amen. Our hope is that you can join us here each week as we seek God's perspective together on matters we face in this world. By God's grace, we pray that you can expect some lively conversations this year as we go deeper and cover some relevant topics in our culture with a biblical worldview grounded in radical grace, raw truth, and real hope in a gray world.
1: Absolutely. And Denise, I love the message of this podcast. I've been listening over the last year, and I've been kind of joking that now we're two blondes in a Bible, (laughs) but honestly, we are just two women trying to do life. Through the truth of God's Mm. word. And I just think this podcast has so much to offer for people in their everyday lives and what they're dealing with and experiencing and how the truth of God's word can make a difference in their life.
0: Mm. Yes, you know, a lot of times um, we can get so crazy in this world, it's an upside down world. And so that's really been the vision for this podcast is to be able to speak that hope and truth from God's word, you know, without being kind of like Bible thumpy about it, where we just sort of tell people, you know, this is what you need to do. It's with grace, truth, and hope to be able to convey God's truth so that people can apprehend it. You know, mm-hmm. and not just hear it, but really live it out. Absolutely. So, Angela, this is such a fitting episode to introduce you on because this month we are talking about navigating new beginnings. And here we are at the beginning of a new year. And now God has blessed us with having you as our new co host. God's mercies are new each and every morning. And every year, we also get an opportunity to face another year afresh. The scripture for today is taken from 1 Chronicles 16:24, the New Living Translation. Publish his glorious deeds among the nations, tell everyone about the amazing things he does. The NIV version says to declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all peoples. When we think about declaring his glory, you know, the Latin word for that is gloria, and it's declaring God's manifested presence. Or it speaks of how we have interacted with a holy God. You know, Angela, as I was praying about what scripture to have for this first episode, this one is pretty simple and yet so profound. I love the NLT version because it is such a call to action for us as authors. But really, it is for all of God's children. Publish His glorious deeds. Tell everyone. Now, Angela, you just published a book as well.
1: I did. Thank you, Denise. I published Finding Joy When Life is Out of Focus. It is a study of Philippians for joy-thirsty women that was released in the fall. And it is a personal testimony about what God has done in my life as a survivor of two near-death experiences and illnesses Mm -hmm. that nearly took my life. But as I grounded myself in the Word and the truth of who God was, He sustained me through that. And I feel like when we go through things, when the Word is our foundation, then we are the display of His glory. And Mm. He publishes His glory through us, and our willingness to surrender what we've been through Mm. so that He can use it for His glory.
0: I love that. We are the display of His glory. And I think a lot of times people tend to look at us, they look at the outward appearance, or they say, we did something. Mm. But it's when, in our weakness, we boast of what God's done, like in your illness or different things, that people can see, wait, this is not ordinary.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: I was reading yesterday in my Bible reading plan um, from Psalm 149, verse 5, that also says, Let those who worship Him rejoice in His glory. You know, when I think about how good God is, He's so good. Everything that happens in our life, He has either sovereignly allowed in, but He will enable us through it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people want to blame God, but I think how we share God's glory with the world is to share how good He is, even in the midst of bad things. Mm-hmm. And I think we complicate things. You know, God has saved us, freed us from the dominion of sin. And we have this incredible cure for the cancer of the soul. It makes sense that we need to get this cure out to as many people as we can. But there are a few roadblocks, aren't there?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. That is so true. And one of the roadblocks I've experienced in my own life, and maybe some of our listeners have as well, is fear. Mm. You know, fear, Denise, can keep us from God's calling. We know that God has called us to do something, and we've sensed that call in our life, that maybe we don't have the tools, or we just are afraid to move to the next step and what that might look like for us. And the enemy can use fear. He can use a lack of knowledge. He can use even just distractions of life that can Mm. pull us off course of what God wants us to be doing with our lives.
0: That's so true. You know, I I just feel led right now to also say, someone might be listening right now, and you say, I just don't feel called. Mm. Well, your feelings aren't fact. If you're listening today, guess what? You're called. Mm-hmm. Amen. God has a calling on your life, and it's a real calling. And it's there's a global calling, which is to all of us that we go share. But it's it's not just this. Oh, let me just go say God came to earth to save us. It's how you've interacted with God mm-hmm. uniquely, you know. And so don't don't doubt your calling. I just want to say that at the beginning of 2019, here we are. Doesn't matter what happened last year, right now you are called. That's right. And we get distracted from the mission God has called us to because the world and its problems become our focus. And sometimes we don't recognize that we are on a mission. You know, I think, like you were talking about illnesses, Mm -hmm. you know, when I had pneumonia and almost died in the hospital in 2012, December, I remember the first thought we usually have is, why? Mm -hmm. Right? Why, God? But then he turned it around as I was praying there, and I said, God, you know, here I am. You know, use me. Mm-hmm. And he said, will you let me use you here? Mm-hmm. This is a mission right here. And I, I just go back to that. That's one of those hallmarks in my life, in my relationship with God, is whenever I'm tempted to ask why, instead just say, here I am, here I am God. Mm-hmm. This is a mission. Whenever the why comes, I know, oh oh <laughs> It's the calling. That's true. God is telling us to share His glory with the world, even when we're sick, even when hard times come. And the amazing thing, maybe even especially then, Mm. the amazing things He has done. So since it is so hard to stay on mission, though, which is so much more than just a resolution, we thought it'd be helpful to have a mission template to download, to help us stay on mission. And that's what today's episode is about, discovering that mission God has us on. And uh, as we go through the whole month, we'll be talking about vision and distraction and action and how that relates to not just a New Year's resolution this year, but a calling of God on your life that He puts in your heart, He accomplishes. And we are just there to say, Lord, use me. So as we look to the who, what, how, and why of being on mission for God, may God help us to stay on task this year.
1: You know, Denise, having our mission down on paper and what God has put in our heart moves us from just the mission or the vision of it to the execution phase. Mm. For me, I'm a journaler. I've journaled for many years. And in fact, the book that I wrote came out of my own private time of journaling and that is such an important tool that we can use and we can look back, you know, what God has spoken and said to us and see if we have moved into the execution mm-hmm. phase of what he put on our heart.
0: Yeah, that's so good. And, you know, I can look back at journals back in 1988 mm-hmm. and, you know, some, some years I journal more than other years. That's, I'll be clear on true, that,
1: <laughs> true, same, the same.
0: but it's like this anchor, you know, if I will come back to, it's like the secret place between God and I. And it's reading His Word and recording what His Spirit is prompting me to write down. And then even what is prompted in my spirit, you know, that God is wanting me to apply in my life and, or heartfelt prayers and crying out. Mm-hmm. But you can look back and see the landscape, you know, like that Footprints poem. I love that, Yep. You know, so first I think of God's mission as being specific, let it begin with us. And this is on that mission template that we have. He is calling each one of us to something unique, a calling that truly only we can fulfill. I know that may sound kind of pie in the sky. People say things like, oh, there's only one you. There really is only one you. You can testify to an interaction with God that no one else can. That's relationship. True. And we are all called to share God's glory with a hurting world, but we each have our own story, our own personal relationship with God that affects how we tell that story. And God has an audience He wants us all to reach. So as we think of our specific role... It requires an examination. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I need scary music. That didn't sound scary. But
1: <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's <was> off key. <laughs> no. But no one really likes that word exam, right?
1: Absolutely. That's what scared me. I think back to so many medical tests I've had in my life and exams. And we don't like those testing periods. But if we don't allow God to take us through the testing process, mm. then we don't see where he's illuminating or shining the light of his word on what we need to work on. I think of Psalm 139 that David is saying, examine. Yes. And he's giving Mm -hmm. God basically full reign to examine the parts of his heart and mind and will and emotions that, that we have blind spots, and we right. need God to examine our mm-hmm. hearts and, and to help us to focus our mission on what He wants for us.
0: And that's such a beautiful prayer, too, that He says in Psalm 139, because it's it's a bold prayer. Mm-hmm. See if there's anything
1: Absolutely. in me. Like
0: none of us are going to come out of that <laughs> without some, See you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a sweet place, because it's okay to admit we're not enough. That's right. God is our sufficiency, and and God meets us at that place if we're willing to pray that bold prayer here at the beginning of 2019. And I like how John Piper puts in an article he wrote about declaring God's glory among the nations. Proclaiming God's glory to the world always begins by taking a look at our own hearts. We can't declare that God is above every other name if we're still on the throne of our hearts. We can't proclaim His excellencies and then seek to gain success approval, and affirmation from others. Declaring God's glory starts with our own humility. It begins with living a life of sacrifice to the one who's given up everything for us. Whew, I'll tell you, John Piper sometimes lays me out with those things. Angela, this is going to sound like an oxymoron, but how do we flesh out humility?
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's true, because our our flesh literally (laughs) fights humility Yes. (laughs) You know, one of my friends and, and leaders that I admire so greatly is Dr. Jody Dietrich. And in her book, The Jesus-Hearted Women, she says that, you know, humility is not thinking less of ourselves. It's mm. not thinking less of ourselves, but thinking of ourselves less. Mm. And a phrase that I love that she talks about in that book is when we're faced with choices, a situation is is. We know it's asking humility of us, mm. that we always have a choice. And her phrase is, we can always go lower. Mm. And that is being others-minded. That is choosing to to crucify the flesh in me that wants to rise up and get my own way and making the decision to humble myself, go lower mm. in this situation to see how God wants to be exalted and, and magnified through it.
0: I love that. And thinking of ourselves less is really hard, because in the natural, that's the that's just where how we're wired. Yeah, absolutely, you know, true. not that God wired us that way, but the fall of man. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I have one of my kids who remain nameless who's like, "Oh, I hate to be humbled." Said this this past uh-huh. week because there was a humbling situation, and I thought, "Isn't that our flesh?" I mean, and I, you know, I wrote the book Shame Off You in mm-hmm. August, and I just still really apply that to my life. I mean, there's a sweetness to be found mm-hmm. in embracing that shame that comes our way and examining it biblically and saying, you know what, Lord, if it fits, Mm. do what you need to do in me. That's right. That's right. You know, it's not about me, you know, but it's so hard. We just drift that way. Mm -hmm. And Christ was such the example of humility for us. I often remind myself that anything I have to share only comes from Him. It is not about us. It's about seeking Him, His Word, the Holy Spirit, His enablement. So as we look at this mission temple, we start with us recognizing our need of God. In humility we see that he doesn't need to use us but he does anyway and he is glorified in and through our weakness sounds counterintuitive and unproductive to the world but the wisdom of God is foolishness mm-hmm. to man.
1: That's true and when we talk about how we're gonna do this the what the global calling of God how do we publish his glory what does that look like mm-hmm. for us as a pastor's wife my husband and I passed River of Life Worship Center in Fredericksburg Virginia and so we have put the frame around uh, this global calling of God to our community and the world with the phrase show the love. Mm. So whether it's in local outreach, whether it's a church plant, we have church plants in Ghana and in El Salvador. We do missions outreaches throughout the year. That's one of the ways we flesh out the global calling of God, that we show the love to people. And we have opportunities, use every day mm-hmm. to show the love to people that we come in contact with.
0: Yes, and I've seen actually on Facebook some different things your church has Mm. done. And it's, you know, I think the world takes note of that when they see what this is like sacrificial serving and not demanding anything for it. Mm. So you guys have really been an example and a light that way. And our church as well, we have a lot of different ministries, and it's been neat to see God use that in the community. Um, and as we serve in our churches, our individual calling moves toward the corporate calling of God, which moves us into the how of our mission. Sometimes we can hide behind a corporate mission, but God wants to speak to each one of us as we are all part of the body of Christ, doing our part. God gives us His Word to guide us, and He also speaks a word to our heart that ignites our calling. It used to annoy me when I would see what I considered the latest Christian fad of, what is your word for the year? <laughs> because sometimes I was like, I don't know my word for the year, you know. But I think it was because I had not waited. I had not waited in His presence long enough to hear His word for me. And this is such a special way that I believe God helps us to keep on mission. This past year, God gave me the word authority. And I'm still waiting on the word for this year. We're actually recording this in December. So I think the next time Mm -hmm. we record, we'll have that, that word. But that word, authority, grounded me this year when I mm-hmm. felt so weak and just, why would you use me, God? It's it's not about you, Denise. It's I have called you by my authority. Mm-hmm. And so, Angela, what about you?
1: You know, I, have, I don't have a word for myself yet, but I've kind of moved away from resolutions and have been seeing mm-hmm. God for a word over the last few years. We do have a word for our church, and that's rescued, mm-hmm. that God reached down and rescued us. And that... Because of his mercy, Romans 12, 2, in view of his mercy, mm-hmm. now we make our lives a living sacrifice. So because he mm-hmm. rescued me, I want to fulfill the mm-hmm. mission that God has put on my life and the call that he has entrusted to yes. me. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting mm-hmm. for my word. But me our too, sister. Rescue. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, you know, I love that you're talking about staying on mission there, really, mm-hmm. because when we're rescued, we tend to think we did it. Or over mm-hmm. time, we're prone to wander. Sure. And we just forget. Wait, it wasn't saved so that we would just be comfortable and happy. It's so right. that we would stay on mission and share. So part of this mission is hearing from God, taking time to ask God for a word that He would give you to help you live the mission He has for you. If you have that word, put it in the comments. We would love to hear how God is working in your life. And you know, Angela, this is so different from resolutions. Resolutions tend to have such a focus on self and what we do. But going to God and asking how we might serve Him and others speaks of His glory and not ours. It isn't that resolutions are bad. I mean I've got some already in mind as usual. The the January fair of <laughs> yeah. oh those holiday pounds. <laughs> but I personally have to have some goals or girlfriend here would pack on the pounds. Mm. But the motivation behind those goals is so vastly different as a Christian. You know, it's for his glory. God, I want to be a good steward of what you've given me. Mm. It's not about us but about God.
1: Absolutely. You know, Denise, everything that we do should be filtered through the Bible. Our goals are not just a five-year plan that's compartmentalized, separate from the Word. Our mission and our trajectory all has to stem from our time in the Word. And He will tell us how to flesh that out.
0: Amen. And, you know, I feel it. Hey, there's times where I don't get in the Word first thing in the Mm -hmm. morning. And, boy, do I feel it. And, you know, it might be later that I do. And, you know, everyone has a different time. But for me, I need that mind renewal first thing you know and for me that is just where god really meets me but ultimately as we close this episode i pray that we've encouraged you with the fact that god has a unique calling on your life that only you can fulfill and why because we want to live the abundant life lived on purpose with the purpose god has for us on mission not for our glory but for god's that is the whole duty of man to fear god and to bring him glory we were made To worship him.
1: Amen, Denise. Absolutely. The raw truth this world will distract us from the mission God has for us, but the Holy Spirit and the Word of God can direct us back on the path the Lord has for us. Radical grace. When we fall short of the mission of God on our lives, we only need to run to God and His Word for our reminder and enablement and real hope. Our part in the mission matters, and God will use it to redeem His people. You've been listening to the Black and White podcast, where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth.